to Don't Be All Like Uncool, a way too deep dive into the shallowest people on the planet. I'm Elizabeth, and live in the now and don't Google the future. This is because... No, no, it's not like that. Okay. Because, well, I get it's... No, stop! (laughs) This is because Pat and I have gotten into watching Kitchen Nightmares, the Jordan Jordan Ramsay show. And, you know, you're watching this journey, and you're like, they really figured it out. Yeah, they're all closed. Well, yeah. Well, I've started Googling them, and how many of them closed three days before the episode aired Mm -hmm. is pretty (laughs) sad. We are also joined by my lovely co-host, Mr. Alex Moran. When there's nothing else to fixate on, bring up the flight to Vietnam. Oh, (laughs) that was great, Alex. I feel like, and we're going to talk about, of course, but very quickly, if we were to sum up like the the dramatic talking point of the like back half of this season of Roni, would that not be it? No, yeah, one hundred percent. The bond me. That's all we got. Yeah, we are also joined by my lovely sister and our co-host, Miss Julia Baker. I love the bunny hop. I do not love jumping out of my seat because of a bunny. Creepy. All right. Um, do we want to start with Southern Charm this week? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So we had a sad episode of Southern Charm. Oh, yes. I'm so sorry for my... Sexy... I, I didn't know why Julie was doing this sad. <laughs> yeah. No, this was a big yeah, it was. It was really sad. Um, Olivia's brother dies of... Um, the parents have released a statement that it was a Lyme disease complication. Oh, that's always the scariest. I, I, I don't know what Lyme disease is, but it freaks me out. Those ticks? Those I the know. Ticks. So, like, I don't know exactly what happened, but it sounds like nothing good. And I think when you pass away that young, a lot of people assume drugs, you know, which I mm. totally understand. But it's, I mean, we all did. We all did. And so I think that this was... Like, I don't know, something that he had, like, a stroke or, you know, something sad. Yeah. So I just feel so bad for Olivia's mm-hmm. family. And I honestly forgot that we learned that Austin's sister passed away when they were children. Austin handled this so well. Do we agree? He wanted to be supportive because they do have now this huge thing in common. And yeah. she even acknowledged that. He brought her a basket and delivered it in person after checking in on her every step of the way. And right, um, right. he went to therapy. But, Julia, but will he now weaponize how well he handled 100%. this in the future? 100%. But that's looking into the future. That's seeing if the kitchen nightmare This is Jax goes. Taylor behavior. This is Jax Taylor going to therapy. Okay. And then implementing that in his day-to-day. I, I, th- I agree with you. Austin did everything right, but... It's going to be his sort of thing to lean on later. I think the therapy is a huge mistake a la Jonah Hill. Yep. I think he's going to come back. Yes, I was going to say the same thing. weaponize everything he's learned. Um, but they do have this absolutely horrible thing in common. And we know that Taylor is also about to join that club. In six months. From In six months? Okay. Yeah. I remember they were close together, but yikes. Um, speaking of Austin, on a little bit more of a funny note, Austin's parents were repulsed by the Taylor news. I love it. I love Austin's sister, too. I wish we could get eyes on her more. She's just such a fun person mm-hmm. to watch be repulsed by Austin. <laughs> well, it's funny, like, his friend, um, what's the name of his friend that has been in, like, five scenes this season? Rod? Yes. 
was like, oh yeah, I used to know him before he became a douchebag. So like, whenever we see like his family react to him, it's kind of like this is like a new Austin that like they're reacting to. There was like a time where Austin was probably like a decent guy, and then he met Shep and realized what he could get away with. Yeah, but Craig's my baby Bravo boy. I love Paige's and Madison's friendship. Oh, I'm totally here for that. It makes so much sense to me. Yeah. I mean, it's really t- terrible what happened, but it was it was a good time to have like a break from what's going on because I feel like the momentum has been so crazy this season of Southern mm-hmm. Charm. Like it was good for everyone to take a step back and be like, oh, this is very trivial None of this matters. in the long run. Yes. I think it's interesting, and it'll be interesting to see how they all go on after this. Will it resume, or will it this kind of be the break to start over? And it shows me that Olivia it might be too good of a person to be on reality TV, honestly. The way that she handles everything, the way she's so emotionally mature about everything, despite like how young she is. She gives a lot of grace. Like She, she gives does. Taylor yeah. a lot of grace. She's also yeah. showing up for filming mere days after her brother passed. I couldn't believe that she was, like, showed up for a scene. We yeah. also got a touch in on Michael, which I really actually oh enjoyed God, that yeah. time. It made me sad, me though, too. like, it was the anniversary of his stroke, but Whitney and per- Patricia didn't remember, and they were like, okay, bye. <laughs> yeah. No, but it was cute. Patricia made fun of her weight gain with her sweatshirt comment. That was cute. And she said the great sentiment, it's almost like he's part of the family. <laughs> but not quite not there. there yeah, that's why he was in a assisted living facility in, in Florida. Florida. Also funny how easily they were able to make that Michael Martini. He should have like given them like a misstep. <laughs> yeah, she would be like, oh God, this is shit. Only you, Michael. All right. Are we ready for New York? Ooh, yes. So we got our season 14 new cast season finale. Mm-hmm. I mean, let's just, let's, let's start with a rating. What would you guys give this as oh, a letter yeah. grade this season? We'll, and then we'll check in after a the reunion. Letter grade? Can I give it a 5 out of 10? That's failing. Which would be an, that would an, be F. an F. Whoa, Julie, oh my god. <laughs> To the spirit of a 5 out of 10, which kind of feels more like a C minus to me. I was going to give it a C. Okay. Yeah, I'd give it like a C as well. I was just trying to think of what I enjoyed because this last episode I did not enjoy. No. I no. just liked this hour of my life. But I'm trying to think of things that gave me fun and flavor. And I enjoyed Jenna Lyons' closet. I enjoyed any Jenna sure. Lyons scene. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Um. Jessel scenes. I had fun with Jessel. Too much Aaron, too much Cy. Breeze A. Oh, yeah, Bren. The Bree cheese, I mean. The cheese. The cheese is the housewife I didn't need. The cheese. I'm going to be honest. Right. So, like, everything that (laughs) Bren brought to her birthday, like the charcuterie board, the not feeding people full meals, the bringing up past grievances that we really would rather move on from she made them all bring a prop and then no one wore them that was very forced that was weird like it all just reminded me yeah, yeah of how bad the season was and then they Sorry. went around the room and played a game called i hate all I my hate, cast members tell me stuff you hate about us like it was it made lisa Rinna look like sneaky 
the way they staged that scene too was like they were like in a play where it was like they all kind of like the blocking was like all of them facing the cameras like in a line together having the conversation yeah. <laughs> it was so forced the only part of that party i liked is when all the housewives left and Bryn went into the other room where all of her actual friends were and started shimming and it's like okay this is where i want to land because they actually These, know yeah. each other right and they all live in new york here I they think are. That was it. The cast felt so forced. It didn't, these did not feel like New York friends. These are cast members. The things that um, kept the cast from feeling like at least they could have become like a close group of friends were truly like the two people I would um, remove it immediately, which Cy and Aaron. Yeah. And they were the ones that kept saying things like, we are just so close. Like, Cy, this episode was like, I'm so close with Bryn, like, no one would understand. I'm like, what? <laughs> And, and then, then she, she gets just, so she... mad she leaves her birthday party early. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uba also, I, I, Uba's very funny. She's fun, but I, maybe it's because we had her sauce. <laughs> but this whole episode, I was like, oh, get Uba off my screen. <laughs> so you're mad at what she did to you last weekend? She's, yeah. I'm mad at what she's doing to everybody by telling Sai about her boyfriend on camera. The camera catches at her all. Yep. telling. And then we're pretending that Sai's the one who outs it, but really the editors could have led us down this path on their own without Sai outing this to Aaron. And now we're blaming Bryn for it? I don't know why we care about Connecticut. Here's my question. When they were showing Uba like their phones being like, see, she didn't say anything. Did they have like footage of that day? When Sai and Aaron like took off together and they were looking at their phones and she's like, I didn't say anything on the, I didn't say anything while the camera's rolling. I didn't say anything while the camera's rolling. See, see, and they kept showing Uba like their phones. Maybe. I don't remember that part. Oh. I didn't clock that at all. That's just, that's just so interesting to me though. The idea that like they have access to the footage in that way. Oh, that's really interesting. But she did say something with the cameras rolling. Just not the Connecticut part? Is that what we're arguing about? But who about? cares but about I don't Connecticut? Care. Nope. I don't care about Vietnam. I don't care about a lot of the drama. I don't care about Connecticut. I, ca- I don't care about cheese. I didn't care about Uba's phone being hidden from her. No. Mm-hmm. Um, my C is largely just for I truly, really love Jessel and Jenna. I think Bryn has a lot of potential. But Bryn sometimes drives me nuts like sometimes she's me too so cringe i can't handle it but you kind of need that you know yeah i had so much fun though doing the photo shoot with jessel and then jenna's on her bathroom floor like organizing her lashes that whole scene gave me that was love great. and vibes yeah. and then Uma showed up too. and actually she was nice to have there well they told her that there'd be cameras this time <laughs> so rapid fire i have a couple of topics on cover uh, number one, it's really weird how Aaron is interpreting Pavit saying, I love Jessel because she lets me be myself and I get to be who I am with her mm-hmm. as she lets me do whatever I want. And then interprets what he wants to do is cheat on her. Yeah. Like, what? Like, I feel like find somebody who loves you for you is like a pretty basic sentiment. Mm hmm. Um, do we think it's rude to say, why are you still single? Yeah, but I kind of feel like the men of this cast, the house husbands, are really, really, really wanting this franchise to work. And they're doing their best to stir up drama. And they want to swing. But he yeah. also like came and apologized. Yeah, but I do think that's rude. 
Like, oh, yeah. what's yeah. wrong with you? Is basically what he said. <laughs> I did find it funny when he was apologizing. He's like, but you're a strong, independent woman. And you don't need a man. And she's like, yeah. But, but I, I have, have one. one. And you're like, okay, never mind that, I guess. And this is what we're so yeah. mad about, is other people outing this. Well, I know my secret to being single. I have a boyfriend. <laughs> Gets him every time. Sai and Aaron, I did have to say, were so shocked that... Sai has been screaming. This episode, literally screaming. I don't care for so many episodes. To see Jessel actually not care... Mm-hmm. Sai's face was shocked when she said, well, I don't want to be best friends with you. Like, Sai could not believe that. Mm-hmm, because Jessel rocks. And then I think Jessel is standing up for herself. Oh, yeah. 100%. Yeah, Brynn needs to chill about that. Like, what are you talking about? She is by ignoring them, and it's working, so... I am excited for this reunion. I think we're going to get more than we got this season. Yeah, I'm excited for the reunion because in the the sneak that preview we saw, there was like no drama aimed at Jessel. It seemed like everyone else was sort of like fighting with each other. Yeah. Yeah. It's because everyone knows what the audience knows. And that is... That everyone loves Jessel. We are all tank tops. And... Well, who's sitting next to Andy? Jessel. And then who's sitting far, the last seat? Is that Sai? Mm -hmm. Is she far, far away? That's not a great sign. Um, my last Sign. question to you guys is, I think, a culmination of this whole season. Did you think Aaron dressing up like a parrot was funny? Not even remotely. There you go. Mm-hmm. And sorry, Jessel, I love you. I don't know why you humored that. But I guess at a certain point, you got to kind of just like throw your arms up and be like, all right, we're having fun, whatever. <laughs> just stop arguing. I'll pretend like this parrot thing's funny. Yeah, oof. Well, I guess we have the reunion to look forward to. Uh, you guys ready for Salt Lake City? Yes. Oh, yes. Oh, oh. So this episode was a little unhinged, if I do say so myself. <laughs> we had the rabbit, as mentioned in Julia's tagline. We had Monica and her mom getting a like, screaming match at Easter. That broke my heart. Yeah, what on earth was going on there? Because usually, like, we will get the new housewife and we see some sort of drama with their mom, but never, like, this crazy. I feel like we never see the mom. It's, like, a lot of, like, them having a heart-to-heart with the mom and the mom being like, okay. And then we get a testimonial (laughs) of them crying and then we move on and then they bring it up in the little, like, Monica and her mom have been working on their... Not like this. Right. Yeah. It's never like the mom is gunning to be a cast member on the show. This was an audition, for sure, for the mom, <laughs> in the mom's eyes. Poor Monica. When she said, I leave thinking I'm little Monica all the time, I felt so bad. just want to give little Monica a hug and tell her we all like her, just the way she <laughs> is. I don't know if I liked Monica this episode, though. I did, because I felt so bad for her with the Angie debacle. Because it is true. Meredith alluded to the rumor. Yeah. And then Whitney full on said on camera what the rumor was three times, I believe, to get Monica to then go talk to Angie. And it is true what Monica said. Like, Angie, all the other women were talking about it behind your back. I'm the only one who came to you. I think if I was Monica, I would say, okay, Angie, I did it the wrong way. Sure. What would you have liked me to have done? And then I'm sure she said, come to me privately without cameras and said it. And then that's when you can pull, it was already on camera. Right. Which is how you could um, solve most um, conflicts on any of these shows. Yeah. 
What do we think about the Jack Barlow mission with Lisa and Heather? I think Heather is being very purposefully oblivious to the fact that, like, well, obviously Lisa isn't going to go to the person that just wrote a book about how she hates Mormonism. I'd be mm-hmm. like, what do you think about Mormonism? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so we, do um, have, we have a friend who was raised Mormon. I've mentioned him before. And I did ask him a little bit about some Lisa Barlow in the church and mission stuff. And it sounds like there is no such thing as Mormon 2.0. Well, as we can not. tell. Duh. Yeah. And also that missions are absolutely brutal. So I don't know if I don't think Jack's going to make it. He's only been gone for like a month at this point. I did love that the candle shop girl approached Lisa. And I'm really hoping that they didn't pick the candle shop to have this moment. I'm really, oh, really Julia, hoping that did. was organic. That lady oh. doesn't work there. They, they drove oh, her in. beautiful woman doesn't work The child, there. no. Oh. It was very funny, though, that the child was like, um, yeah, I knew about that before you did, Mother of Jack. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, Mrs. Barlow, I knew about it before. I love that scene. (laughs) Speaking of children, Mary not knowing that her son was married should have been amazing, and it, like, was just kind of sad for me. The only thing that was amazing <laughs> was that if Mary wasn't on this season and the cameras weren't there, she never would have asked and she still wouldn't know. And so I just felt really that's helpful. Well, he's been moment. married for a year. Right. She wasn't there last season. Yeah, that's, I'm, that's yes and to you. That's crazy. Yeah, yeah. exactly. This has happened a year ago. She has seen him in theory 365 days since it's happened and only asked. Once somebody dug it up. Never have we as viewers been more helpful in a mother-son relationship. That's all I got to say. Mary's doing nothing for me, though. I'll say that um, it's very funny watching her be normal for once this episode. Like, her scene with Meredith was just like, I was like, who is this person? Yeah. And it's because she really just turns it on around, like, people that she hates. And the fact that why Mary's not doing anything really for me that much this season, too, is because, like... It's so obvious that she hates everyone but Meredith, so she's not even going to try with them. So she shuts off. And then with Meredith, it's like, well, I'm just watching like a normal-ish person. This isn't the Mary I like. I don't think she'll be asked back. I think she was asked back because they were like, shit, we don't have Jen Shaw. We need a crazy factor. Mm-hmm. And now they're realizing, oh, we actually we got that covered. We're pretty good. You don't need Mary anymore, who was God, because now we have Angie, right. who's telling us she's Jesus. So we have a Mary replacement. We're also, fine. Lisa yeah. Marlowe compared herself to, she said she's very important to God. <laughs> so <laughs> She really should read that book. We really got it covered, I think. Did you watch the mid-season like, trailer they did after the episode? Yes. It is so funny. It has maybe the funniest ending to one of these I've ever seen. Like, they're really painting Meredith as the villain? Like, that angle? Well, yeah, it's the whole thing of, like, Meredith has... Her like... IV. Yes, that. <laughs> Karma's a bitch. Karma's a bitch. <laughs> Cut to <laughs> Meredith in Dying. Bed looking at an IV. Yeah, she dies. <laughs> Karma will come get you. <laughs> I lo- I'm loving it still. I... This is the most I've loved Meredith, by the way. What's the secret that Meredith is going to say about Monica that's going to make it so Monica's, like, comes apart? We know so much already. I, what could it, that's what I'm saying. What could it possibly be? She hired an actress to play her mom to make her seem sympathetic. She's having a sexual 
an emotional affair with Ginger Shaw from prison. <laughs> That's all I got. <laughs> Ooh, no, but you're on. It might be something gen related. Because that whole thing is still pretty shady to me when they bring it up. All right. I think it's time for awards. My award is the, okay, I see it, award. We went out to brunch, and then I watched Southern Charm afterwards. And Craig only had one scene, but I was a little tipsy after a couple of drinks at brunch. And I thought, Craig looks really handsome. Most of the time, he looks pretty haggard and like kind of gross. Why does he look so handsome now? And then I realized it was the uh, bottomless mimosas. So, all right, I see it. I get it now. You're on the Bravo Boy train now, Elizabeth. I am. All right, Alex, what's your reward? I'm sure I've given this, or one of us has given this before, but I don't know who to, but the, the Festivus Award, of course, goes to Bryn mm-hmm. for the airing of grievances this episode. <laughs> she had a Festivus-themed birthday party. Yep. All right, Julia, what's your award? My Get a Job Award goes to Justin who got a job and his wife is so happy she's making sure he keeps it because as we know Whitney helped Justin lose his job by having too much sex on screen so now she's making sure he's in a sexless marriage so he's never out of work again so work babe we need it congratulations Justin you got a job okay Whitney cracks me up last season she's like we don't have enough sex and now he's saying they don't have enough sex but remember, How much sex are we having? How much are we not having? Remember, everyone lies. So probably the normal amount, yep. and they're yeah. both like... Well, Two to three times a week. He's like, you still got to say it last yep. time, I get to say it this time. All right. Well, thank you guys so much for joining me. Thank you, Elizabeth. Anytime. You can catch new episodes of the Don't Be All Like Uncool podcast every Monday on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and Podbean. You can also follow us on Instagram at Like Uncool Podcast. Remember to rate, review, subscribe, and mention it all.